Championship. Greeny did name Colin Morikawa along with Webb Simpson as his picks to win. But then last Saturday, he proclaimed Kepka, Rose, and Day as the only contenders. So how much credit do we give Greeny for the Morikawa win well, heading into it? Well, uh, a lot. Because <laughs> how, how do you know that a guy is going to shoot, break the record and shoot 129 over the weekend? You can't predict that. Now, at the time when he when he talked about Kepka, Rose, and Day... They were they were the guys that were at the top of the leaderboard. It was logical to think that one of those guys might do it. But um, I believe Morikawa was eight strokes back at Mor that point. Mor uh, he was like two under going into. He was seven, yeah, because yeah, he was two under and DJ was at nine. And you know, basically, history tells you that guys that win major championships are the ones that win major championships. And you, a lot of times, <laughs> you're not getting the new winners, right? Um, and those were the three guys that were on the leaderboard that made sense. Uh, obviously, Brooks laid the sod over it. Jason Day fought hard. And uh, I think Jason Day needs to find balance between the caring too much and trying to be a little more blasé about, yeah. about playing golf. So um, it's interesting. You, you Again, Colin Morikawa, I mean, he shot a record weekend, 65-64, to, to win the golf tournament. So. You know, nobody I don't think would think would have said that anybody below even four under was going to have a right. hard time winning the golf tournament, let alone somebody down at two under. Um, you know, I saw that and, and I kind of wasn't even paying attention to him on Saturday. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, wait, yeah, where did he come from? He just finished at seven under par. <laughs> like, because I, you know, it's funny. I had somebody that was asking me. They were in a pool and they said, "Who do I pick?" And I was like, "Well." You know, I say it was funny because I actually got an interview question into three guys because I, I had the virtual media credential. Mm -hmm. So I actually got a question into Rory. I got a question into Gary Woodland and I got a question into Colin Morikawa. So uh, he got the golf shop radio bump, apparently. And uh, <laughs> clearly I liked I liked what Gary Woodland. Why said. else would he? Answer? I liked what Gary Woodland <laughs> said because he was working with three different coaches that were all a, a piece of the Harmon group and, and, and including Butch himself. So I felt like that he was kind of had, had gotten everything squared away mm -hmm. and he was really positive about the golf course and whatnot. So I felt like he was in good shape. So this person was asking me, you know, who should I pick? And I said, well, I like what Gary Woodland said, but I also had uh, Webb Simpson and I have Colin Morikawa. I said, Colin Morikawa is going to guarantee you a top 20, you know, no questions asked. And he's like, well, but I have to pay a dollar for every stroke that my guy loses by mm. each day. Ooh. So I was like, oh, well, I mean, Colin's going to get you steady money. I don't. I mean, he may win, he may not. Right. I said, if you want somebody that has a better chance to win, I would go Gary Woodland. He's going to be more volatile, but he might win you some money. So there you go. I mean, I still Woodland, Simpson, and Moeller Coward were my three picks yeah. that I gave him. So, yeah, give me credit. Some, not all, some. Not full credit, but a good amount of credit. 75%. Brooks Kepka. Missed the cut out there in Greensboro. Certainly had a rough finish to the PGA Championship. Did karma catch up with Brooks Kepka for running his mouth? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's karma. I think, um, I, and I don't think that was a cocky statement that he said about Dustin. You know, the fact of the matter is, yes, he has won four majors, and yes, Dustin's only won one. So how is that cocky? That's just the truth. That's. I mean, that's my take on it, Mark. 
Well, you know, <laughs> stats and data don't apparently matter much anymore. No. Um, <laughs> nobody pays attention to them. It's all about narrative. And, um, you know, the, uh, he, he, look, people got, got mad because Brooks always had a chip on his shoulder. You know, I felt like that. The, the funny thing is, here's a guy that's going for a three-peat of the PGA Championship. Right. And on Thursday, who should be in the featured group? The two-time defending champion. Well, of course. He was not. Yeah. They had two other groups, by the way. And, and there were three groups in a row, and, and they televised two of them, not his. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you, you want to talk to Brooks. You'd want Brooks to be candid. Brooks has become candid. Now he becomes cocky because he gives you the stats. Um, he, he later said, hey, I'll apologize to some of the other guys because I, I honestly, I didn't. I looked at the top of the leaderboard, and that's all I looked at in the short period sure. of time that I had. Yeah. Between finishing and getting asked a question. Right. So, totally, I mean, here's the thing. It's it's no different than anybody else. I mean, and we'll talk about it later, but Tuka Rask for the Boston Bruins did the same thing. Similar. They asked him a question about how does it feel. He said, it kind of feels crappy. It feels like it's not the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And am, am I in shape? No, I'm not in shape. But we, we didn't play competitive hockey for four months. No, I'm not in shape. You know, we ask these guys these questions. And, uh, and, and then you and don't we, like the and, answer. And you don't like the answer, so you start ragging on the guy that you just asked the question but, to who answered it. But you know, what's the honestly. better story? Making up your own narrative right. or or going with what he said. And that's my problem. News has not become – it's not reporting anymore. Nope. It's opinion. Yep. Everything's opinion. That's right. So less Tom Brady, more Brooks Kepka when it comes to answering questions. Let's be real. <laughs> Tom Brady's like a robot up there. He doesn't answer any questions. He will now. <laughs> oh, okay. Why? Because he's in Tampa. Yeah. He's got a new culture. Cam Newton's now going to give you one oh, word. My God. Oh, Look forward to those outfits. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tiger Woods finished tied for 37th at the PGA Championship. He is enrolled to golf next week up at TPC Boston and Northern Trust Open. Do you have concern long-term with Tiger's short game struggles? Uh, are you? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about putting. Putting specifically. Okay. That would be a factor uh, am, in the short game. I am concerned, and the reason I'm concerned is because uh, in his earlier days, he made everything, and that just – I don't care how good you are, that just doesn't last. I mean, you, you can't keep pouring in 30-footers and 20-footers – like he used to do, um, and, and I mean he he was missing putts last week um, by three a five footer by three or four inches on either side of the hole. That's concerning. But I am very familiar with putts rolling majestically by the edge of the hole every time. Um, That's not majestically three inches. No, but he had a lot that rolled, that rolled majestically right by the edge of the cup. Yeah. Um, I'm not that concerned because I feel like. When he doesn't play as much, if he doesn't get the speed of the greens out of the gate, he never, never finds did. it. Right. When he was when he was playing a lot, you know, the green speeds on the PGA Tour are all very similar. They're all as fast as they can possibly get them for the most part. And whenever you saw Tiger struggle, it always seemed like – and you know that as well as I do, Maddie. Sometimes you walk on a green and it looks really fast yeah. and it's not. Right. And if you, you know, leave a putt six feet short in the first hole, you're screwed the rest yeah, of the day. That's right. And I think he gets a lot of that, and he made comments about that that I just never really got comfortable on the greens. When he gets comfortable on the greens, I think he's going to win a golf tournament. Yeah. And I think it really goes down to that. Where is he going to be comfortable on the greens? One little place called Augusta National coming yeah, up. probably so. So I ain't all that worried about it. Yeah, okay. Last one for you. Jim Nance said that with seven major championships in 11 months that we're entering the, quote, greatest stretch of golf in the history of the game. Do you agree? Any era you would compare this one to? Um, I don't 
necessarily agree. It's it's seven golf tournaments. Um, it I know it's seven majors. So uh, as far as comparing another year to it, how do you compare four majors compared to seven? You can't. But uh, I I just don't. I, it it is what it is because of the pandemic. That's 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 how I see it, Mark. Well, I totally agree that Jim Nance is a really good golf guy. Yeah. But no. No. No, 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 no. no. And here's the thing. If. That was a no, Bill. If. Let's hear why. You had fans for these three majors. Exactly. And you were holding a Ryder Cup with fans. Oh, forgot about that little guy. So you would be going from the PGA Championship I mean, imagine the fans that would have been there for that Sunday afternoon, yeah. and the and the absolute euphoria with that would have been going on after he Morikawa holds it out on fourteen, hits that tee shot on sixteen, stuffs it in there on seventeen, stuffs it in there on eighteen. That place would have been going absolutely wild. All right, and then picture the U.S. Open with fans, and then picture the Ryder Cup with fans, and then Augusta National with fans, and then you do four of them and the President's Cup next year. It would have been epic with no fans. It's just meh. Maybe that's the way I feel. The why I feel the way I feel. It's a passionate response right there. It really was. You're welcome. 